Welcome to the Podcast to Amplify show, the podcast for women leaders who are ready to spend less time feeding the algorithm and more focused time leveraging podcasting as a strategic tool to accelerate their business growth. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast launch strategist, mom of one and Netflix chocoholic. You're in the right place if you want to learn everything you need to know about creating a strategic and intentional podcast that attracts high quality leads and visibility opportunities for your business. Now, are you ready to amplify your voice impact and revenue? Then let's head into this week's episode. Hey there, and welcome to episode 114 of the Podcast Amplify show. In the last three episodes, I shared with you why I was absent from the podcast for two months, more about my 30-day Instagram break, and the marketing strategies that I'm focusing on from Q4, because I'm not going to be showing up on Instagram. If you haven't listened yet, I highly recommend that you head on back and hit play, especially if you, like I was, are starting to feel tired, drained, fed up, totally over social media. I am really not holding anything back. I'm sharing what came up for me, where I was in my business, like the impact that social media had on me. And so by hearing my experiences, my thoughts, it might inspire you to take the leap that you have been putting off making. And I say that because I knew for the longest time, at least January 2023, so the start of this year, that I shouldn't be on Instagram. I knew, but you know, we don't, I don't know. We just don't do what we know we should be doing. And yet we listen to what other people tell us we should be doing and it just doesn't go well. But I'm finally taking the leap. My 30-day social media detox is in full effect going well. Can't wait to update you in a 30-day Instagram update episode. But for now, in today's episode, I want to share with you three podcasting stats that prove that podcasting is better than Instagram for sustained business growth. Now, it's no secret that podcasting has been I'm sure I've shared this before, but podcasting has been one of the best decisions I have ever made for my business. So back in 2021, just like you, just like my clients, I toed and froed. I had all those sort of imposter syndrome thoughts. Will anyone listen to me? Oh my God, I hate the sound of my voice. All the things. And I remember I've talked about this on the podcast before. It was February, 2021 that my marketing coach suggested that I start a podcast because even back then I was complaining about social media, not wanting to market my business on social media, but couldn't really come up with an alternative. And she says to me, even back then, when I think I was managing podcasts for all of a month, yep, all of a month that I should start my own podcast. I didn't think I was expert enough. All the things Everything you've probably said to yourself, I've probably said to myself too. But fast forward two and a half years and over a hundred episodes in, podcasting really has been a needle mover in so many different areas 
of my business, especially when you compare it to social media. And frankly, if I could put this message up on every billboard around the world, I would. And it would literally say, if you are a female business owner, you need a podcast, get off Instagram. That's what my billboard would say. But in all seriousness, when I started this podcast, I had a very small number of social media followers, most of which were people who offered the same services as me or, you know, adjacent services to me that my lists across Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn were people that I used to work with. So it was a very, very small audience, no email list and no sort of business network. And now after two years of podcasting, although I'll admit that things have really taken off in the last year to 18 months or so, I've grown my audience across all my social media platforms. We're not talking thousands, but if you've been in my world a long time, we don't need thousands to convert into our paid offers. We just need one or two per month, depending on what your price point is. But that's what I need. I just need one or two and I'm good. So I've grown my audience across my social media platforms. I've been invited to be a guest on other podcasts as a result of this podcast. And that's stranger invitations, but also podcast swaps. So that's when someone else is on your podcast and you are on theirs. You do a swap. So it went both ways. Um, I've also been invited to speak in paid memberships as a result of this podcast and converted my clients into my offers. Most importantly, on a personal level, I have grown immensely as a human and a business owner. I remember when I was preparing, I was planning my podcast launch. And whilst most people shy away from doing solo episodes, I was adamant I was never going to do a podcast interview in my life. Like, I, nope, I'm not interviewing anyone. I can't interview. I haven't got the skills. I don't know what to ask. And so every now and again, I'll have someone reach out to me in the DMs talking about how much they enjoyed the interview that I asked really great, great questions that you were thinking about, or maybe the guests themselves after I, you know, hit record and we've stopped recording the interview they'd be like, oh, Rosemary, that was so good. Like you asked me questions that really got me thinking. I really drove the conversation forward. I had an amazing time. And I, when I think back to when I was planning in summer 2021 till now, I'm like, oh my goodness, it's like a completely different Rosemary. Like I really enjoy my guest interviews, but because this podcast is being built for lead generation, I have to be really strategic about who I have on the show, right? They have to align with my goals. They have to align with you and bring value to you as a listener. But there are people that I find or I see in Facebook groups or I come across on Instagram and I'm like, oh my goodness, I would love to chat to her for 30 minutes on a podcast interview. And that just blows my mind because when I was planning my podcast, I did not speak to, I did not want to speak to another living soul. So on a personal level, I have grown so much. And I think that's something that a lot of podcasting business owners don't shine light on enough. So yes, a podcast can grow your business, but it can really help you grow as a human as well. And 
I know that there's so much more awesomeness coming my way, especially as I start to lean more into making the podcast my only marketing channel with my email list to, you know, bring in traffic and continue to nurture them. But it's going to be a very silical, is that word? A silical journey. So whether they come through the podcast or they come through the email list, they'll go from the podcast to the email list, the email list to the podcast. <laughs> so we're just going to go round and round in circles so that they're nurtured and converted so that I can support them and make the impact that I want. Because the truth is, podcasting creates trust with your audience, showcases your thought leadership, increases your brand awareness, which in turn opens doors to opportunities that you might not be otherwise available to you. And there's so much more. Like back in, I forget which episode, I had a interview with my lovely client, Natalie Alvarado, who shared that shortly after launching her podcast, she received an invitation to be a resident coach in someone else's program. Now, if it wasn't for her podcast, now I can't sit here and say never ever, but the person who invited her wasn't in her audience. She came across her podcast, binged. It was a relatively new podcast at the time, I think less than five episodes and, you know, connected with her on Instagram, loved her content, loved her topic, loved her passion because Natalie is all about empowering women to make the money they truly desire. Like if you want to charge 10K for your program, that is doable. Like you don't have to shortchange yourself and charge 2K because you don't think someone's going to pay you 10K. Like she will give you the tools to ensure that you can charge 10K on a consistent basis. And so the coach who connected with her really just loved her vibe, loved her energy, loved her teachings, and thought she'd be a perfect resident coach for her program. This is where the doors start to open. But I'm still seeing many, so many, so, so many business owners putting all their eggs in the social media basket, specifically Instagram, because that's the platform that I believe has the biggest negative impact on us as business owners, me included, as I shared in episodes 101 and 112. And that's why I'm really excited to dig into these podcasting stats, because by the end of this episode, I want you to have that light bulb moment, that aha moment when you realize, actually, yeah, I can see what Rosemary means because yeah, Instagram's great, but you know, it's a small part of our marketing strategy, if you choose it to be, if you choose it to be a part of your marketing strategy, but it's not the end all and be all. And I personally believe for like most of us, business growth on Instagram, when you focus solely on Instagram is harder. I've had far more success through my podcast than Instagram on its own. So get ready for your mind to be blown. All right, podcasting stat number one. According to a study conducted by Podcast Insights, the average podcast listener consumes 80% or more of a podcast episode, which indicates high engagement and listener loyalty. 
Instagram's ever-changing algorithm means that your engagement fluctuates regularly. It usually drops rather than rises. I don't care what Instagram expert wants to say to me. It's not the algorithm, it's your content. That's the sort of toxic messages that I really don't like to see on Instagram. Because we have to be honest, Instagram has an an algorithm that changes more times than we change underwear. Come on now, it does. And with only 3% of our followers seeing what we post, there's so many missed opportunities to connect. And I know, you know, people say it's not about the likes, it's not about the comments, but they also say Instagram is about being social. So if you post something and you get one like, no comments, no shares, like, huh? (laughs) Like, we're not being social. There's no engagement. We're not having that interaction with our audience. We're not seeing proof that our content is having the impact that we want it to make. Whereas with a podcast, even though we don't have that direct interaction with our listeners, your stats, you'll be able to look at your stats, look at your consumption rate to see whether or not they are engaging with your podcast content. And additionally, podcast listeners' intent is vastly different than Instagram users. On Instagram, people tend to scroll through their feed looking to be entertained in short, quick bursts, right? Think about, you know, we started off with 60-second reels. Now they're making them 90 seconds. Before we know it, there'll be five minutes. Our attention spans have got so bad that we, as humans, we want short, quick, get to the point, let's move on to the next one. Whereas podcast listeners make a conscious decision to tune into your podcast because they want to learn something new. Maybe they want to be inspired, but they have made a conscious decision to get their phone out, open up Spotify or Apple Podcasts, find an episode they want to listen to, plug in their AirPods and hit play. As opposed to the kids are in the bath, let me just quickly scroll while the kids splash with yellow ducky. The intention is completely different. Okay, so that's podcasting stat number one. Stat number two, I saw an article from Buzzsprout recently that said that on average, podcast listeners are subscribed to eight different shows each week. So they listen to eight podcasts every week. Imagine if your podcast was one of those eight, that your ideal client intentionally was listening to your episode 20 minutes, 25 minutes, where they're really connecting with you on a deeper level. They're really hearing what you have to say. They're really feeling seen because your content speaks to the problems they're experiencing. And most importantly, they see you as the solution. What if, what if your podcast was one of those eight? And another thing I love about podcasting is that it's long form content. I've got to a point in my business where I firmly believe that every business owner needs to have one type of long form content, whether that's a podcast, a blog, or YouTube, in order to market our business in a way that's smart and allows us to show up in multiple places without the hustle, we need to have long form content. That's where repurposing comes in, right? 
But long form content allows you to go deeper on topics you're passionate about. Your show can easily become a place of education, inspiration, motivation for those you are speaking directly to, your target audience. Versus Instagram, which primarily relies on visual content, right? Again, thinking about this three second attention span or whatever it is at the moment, they talk about like for reels, for example, use a hook. Then you have to use transitions every three seconds to keep, what? No, I just want to deliver epic content that's going to provide my audience with a mini transformation. I don't want to think about captivating hooks that's going to get them to even give my reel a chance. I don't want to then have to think about what transitions to use and changing shirts. And no, I just want to deliver awesome content, valuable content. And then there's the captions. Captions for our posts that are often skimmed. I say that because I do. It's very rare that I read a caption, especially the long ones that they are writing an entire email to their list. No. So I skim the captions, I consume them quickly, and then oftentimes they move on to the next post in their feed. If a podcast doesn't happen because the next episode in your library autoplays for them. So it keeps them focused on you and your content rather than on Instagram, where they might, the next post in their feed could be a fellow business coach, a fellow therapist, a fellow website designer, whatever it is that you do, how you support your clients. I know we talk about collaboration over competition, but let's, let's be, you know, let's call a spade a spade. As they scroll through their feed, the next one after yours could be someone that does what you do. Your podcast doesn't do that. Your podcast, they are in your world until they decide to hit stop and go off and do life stuff or they decide, okay, I'm going to listen to another podcast now, right? And then we have podcasting stat number three. According to Neil Schaefer, 38% of podcast listeners have purchased a product or service they heard on a podcast. This indicates that they're not only listening to your episodes every week, but they're more likely to buy from you because trust has been established. I'm sure you've heard before how that no like trust factor is built so much quicker than any other platform because they're hearing your content through your voice. Whatever it is that you're teaching, the power of your voice makes that information delivery so much more potent. Whereas with Instagram, yes, conversion rates can be high for some. I know quite a few people who are converting into their paid programs from Instagram, solely Instagram, built their business on Instagram, but at what cost? I have worked with coaches who, as I said, they've built a successful coaching business solely on Instagram. They've signed clients consistently for months, years, but guess what? They're doing 25, 30 stories a day, daily feed posts, or maybe some reels. They're collabing with other experts, going live twice a month. They're doing all the things. And some will admit to you that they're flipping exhausted. Some might just keep it to themselves because maybe they feel like they can't say that out loud. But imagine doing all of that to consistently sign clients for your offers. 
when a podcast is evergreen, when a podcast, if done strategically, can sign stranger clients on autopilot. So when my clients come to me, the ones that are ready to admit that social media is flipping exhausted, they want their podcast to remove some, if not all, of that heavy lifting for them. They're ready to make that jump. They are ready to spend all that those extra hours that they'll save showing up on Instagram with their clients or with their kids, or maybe on themselves, having, you know, a massage at 10 a.m. on a Monday, whatever it looks like for them, but they've got to a point where they know a podcast needs to be their main marketing channel for their business, not Instagram. Now, for me, I haven't personally signed a con- a client directly from Instagram. You've probably heard, you know, coaches or Instagram experts talk about how someone landed on my profile, they read a piece of content and invested in a four-figure program within minutes. That's not been my experience. And I'm not saying that's not possible. It's just not happened for me. And I would be saying, I would be lying if I said that I don't regret putting so much time and effort into Instagram because it's really not yielded me any results. Instagram has been a great place to connect with my audience. I absolutely love the conversations I have in the DMs. I love showing them behind the scenes. They absolutely love my dog, Riley. I have some hilarious conversations when I post stories um, about Riley, or maybe when I respond to their stories. Like It's a great connection piece. But for me, it hasn't been a platform where I've successfully sold. Clients who've come to me from the podcast connect with me on Instagram, but they didn't find me on Instagram and then signed up for my services as a result. My other second main way of getting clients is through referrals from old or existing clients. Those are my top three, top two strategies. And so Instagram hasn't worked out for me. And I truly believe that a lot of business owners are marketing their business on social media because they've been told directly or indirectly that they should be showing up on X platform, even though they know they don't enjoy it even though they know that that platform doesn't align with who they are, even though it gives them anxiety, right? And maybe you can resonate with that because that was definitely me. I've never really enjoyed social media, but I was told from day dot, I picked up that message that I needed to be on social media. Even when I started a podcast, even though when I was a year into podcasting, two years into podcasting, and I'm still bloody showing up on Instagram, even though it gives me highs and lows, even though it impacts my mental health, even though most importantly, I've never got a client organically from Instagram. Getting clients directly from my podcast, Instagram is not a must have. Like my clients could reach out to me in other ways if I pointed them to that way. But because I point people to Instagram in my podcast, that's how they connect with me. And that's how we, you know, talk about their podcasting needs, how I can support them and then become a client, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm not saying that podcasting is for everyone, but if showing up on social media, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, TikTok, I imagine I refuse to get on TikTok because I just feel like I would lose my life <laughs> on TikTok. But whatever platform you're on, if it doesn't feel good to you, I give you permission to release and let go. What would feel good to you? Because I know that if you prefer speaking, if you don't want to show your face on video, if you prefer what I like to call low lift, low energy 
marketing strategies, podcasting is probably a really good fit for you. And we should talk because I know that if you create and launch your podcast in the right way with a strategy that was created, tailored for you and your business, you would see results from your podcast a lot sooner than maybe you're like me, you've never seen results from Instagram. So let's get on a call. Let's talk about how I can support you in making your podcast a strategic lead gen tool for your online business. Let's do it. I invite you to head on over to toobusytopodcast.co.uk forward slash contact to book your free 50 minute pod connect call today. There's, there's no, you know, hidden, I'm not going to try and sell you anything. This is literally just a conversation to kind of figure out where you are and if me and my team can support you in launching your show. You can find the link in the show notes as well. And I hope that this episode has challenged you, shifted some perspectives that you might have, maybe even inspired you to ditch the social media drama and step behind the mic. Because these are only three podcasting stats. I could have, I tried to keep these episodes relatively, you know, short-ish, but there's so many more that I could have shared with you. So go ahead, have a think, decide what's best for you. If you had any aha moments, key takeaways, I want to hear from you. Send me an email to info at toobusytopodcast.co.uk and share them with me. I'll see you in the next episode when we'll be talking all about the one simple strategy you can use to test whether podcasting is the right fit for you. All right, I'll see you then. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Podcast Amplify show. I want to hear from you. Reach out on Instagram and let me know your next action step towards creating a strategic and intentional podcast that grows your business and personal brand. Also, can I ask a favor? Can you share this episode on your story so more impact-driven female business owners just like you are encouraged to use their voices to make a global impact? Thanks so much and I'll see you in the next episode.